0: Lord Jesus, thank you for Friday. Thank you for this week that you've blessed us with Lord. And um, again, as, we, uh, as, as many of us are excited about today and the weekend, I just ask you to help us like get vertical with you right now, Lord, with um, our thoughts, our hearts and um, our identity that we go vertical with you, Lord. And um, we thank you in advance for what you're gonna do in us and through us today. I thank you for my friend. Darren Myers, I ask you to bless him and his marriage and his relationship with his kids and his ministry, Lord. I just ask you to uh, throw buckets of favor in his and his team's direction as they're trying to to build and rebuild uh, their church as well. Your church, Lord. So we just love you and we thank you today. Amen. Darren Myers, welcome back. My friend. Thanks, Jerry. I, I just I want to start by just saying uh
1: how much I appreciate that you laid off me for the last few weeks, maybe a month or more. It's been a while since I've been on and, and led a PSP, and uh, I think you sensed and probably heard me say enough time that I was so busy and felt overwhelmed and exhausted that you did me some favors, so I appreciate that, and uh, that's kind of what I want to roll into and talk about today. I just told Jerry that I don't really have a prepared devotion, but I'd rather just share with you guys some updates and kind of what I've been going through. Yeah. Um, I think maybe you can identify and, uh, at the same time, I think, uh, there's some lessons for me to learn that maybe you can, uh, glean off of as, as well. So I want to start by saying that, uh, if you remember back a few times during some of the times I've shared on my PSP, I talked about that our church was going through a, a pastor search. And I believe, uh, Jerry even put out their prayer request for me on occasion yep. and even had you guys pray for a potential pastor's daughter during this. So I want to back up and just bring everybody up to speed. Um, we all know that 2020 has been difficult for a myriad of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I make it more difficult by my own responses to circumstances. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just seems like, it's never going to end? Um, for me and for my congregation at loveland christian church it's it's been an extremely difficult year for even other reasons at the end of february um we lost our minister to an uh, ongoing and an unrepentant affair that was being had by by him Mm -hmm. and uh We announced that to our congregation we met with him he was unrepentant unwilling to change and so he resigned slash we let him go and uh, we we presented that to our congregation and i actually had to preach that morning and and share that news and i watched our church weep and grieve um, as all of us elders did and we we thought man how are we ever going to get through this but god just came around us and our people were ready And we thought healing is going to come. We're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. It's going to be awesome. And then COVID happens and we're all separated. And it feels like, wait a minute, we don't have time to heal. How are we taking care of our people? we still got this to deal with. And it's just been one thing after the another. Mm -hmm. Um, What we did was immediately we put together a teaching team to, as we say, fill the pulpit or preach on Sundays. And uh, we had a group of men, of which I was one, who would regularly uh, share on Sunday mornings, and that was good. And we've had some really great men. We're continuing that um, up to this point even now. Uh, But one thing that's become obvious is um, if you don't have somebody who's a regular voice, who's somebody that people can see and hear from and identify with, that messages can get scattered that guys can step over each other um, and people even can can grow disgruntled wondering if there's direction for the, for the congregation and what the elders are doing about it. So as um, an elder, there's four of us and we also have two staff members that we include in leadership, uh, a children's director and our associate minister. And the six of us, um, by the time we hit June, we're saying, you know, we think it's probably time to really start waiting on the Lord and crafting uh, the kind of person that we're a description for the kind of person we're looking for. And so we started to do that. And uh, at first it felt like a job, you know, okay, this is what we want. This is what we don't want. We had plenty of input from people in the church, some who were, Um, former ministers and, and former directors at places and current directors. And we had people that had been at many churches. And so we heard from everybody Mm -hmm. (laughs) and at times it was overwhelming, but we began to craft our, our, uh, our job description. And I thought we came up with the really good one and we felt like, Oh yeah, we're asking the Lord's direction on this. Mm -hmm. And then we put it out there and everything seemed to change. (laughs) We put it out to eight or nine different Bible colleges. We put it out there to several parachurch organizations. I got it in the hands of some other ministers and people that I knew um, in our brotherhood and word started to get out. And as it got out and we started to get responses, um, we started to think, you know what, this isn't even going like we wanted. We're not finding the kind of person we wanted. And we kind of came to the conclusion that we really didn't put this in the Lord's hand as much as we thought. Um, and I don't know if you guys can identify with that. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I am so apt to do is to make plans and then ask the Lord to bless them on the <laughs> backside. Yeah. And I'm not sure that's exactly how he wants to work. I I, I think, uh, and I know there are scriptures that talk about this, but I think more aptly I should be waiting on the Lord and Seeking his will in his favor, and allowing him to lead rather than me going. I got this, God, and uh, would you endorse my plans? So we learned that lesson. Uh, by the time things got going in July, we put out a request in July, and by the end of the July, we were more on our knees and more saying, "God, send us the right person." So mm-hmm. we let a, f- uh, a few more weeks, even a month or month and a half, go by as we collected resumes and. Um, we were waiting on the Lord, and then we decided at the end of August uh, to convene the four elders and, and uh, our two staff members, and we said, look, here's the stack of resumes we've received and request, and by that time, it was probably in the 30s, yeah. and I'll be honest, just on a little aside here. We really expected many more. What I had heard from several other people is that we would probably get 50 to 70, and I remember years past when I wasn't an elder, um, when we hired a minister, I think they got closer to 70, but I will tell you that fi- searching for and finding um, uh, a lead pastor during a pandemic, I would probably not do that <laughs> or suggest <laughs> that you try to do that next time, because <laughs> I can tell you what happens is you're you're usually finding um, three kinds of candidates. Number one is you're finding people that are have done this before and are out of work or right out of Bible college and need a job. And they immediately respond to anything and everything. And often it's quite obvious that they haven't even read your job description, but they need a job. So that's one type of person. Second type of person is, is someone who, who um, has a definite idea of what this needs to be. And uh, they would be a good short-term fit fit um and and therefore they they think that they can immediately plug in and and solve all your ills and it becomes mm-hmm. obvious that that kind of person may not be open to the direction that god might be leading your church uh mm-hmm. specifically and the other kind of person is is a person who either is in a ministry but looking to grow and move Um, For whatever the reasons could be, whether it's they want to get to Cincinnati or um, they're in a small starter congregation and they're looking to move up to the next size and and they feel like God's calling them to that. Or it's a person who has been doing discipleship ministry or youth ministry or, or associate ministry and they're wanting to be more in that lead pastor role. And then what you find out is during a pandemic, a lot of that changes because people decide, you know, God's calling me to stay right where I am. How could I leave in the middle of this difficult situation where I'm at? Or people are saying, you know, I, I've got job certainty here. Why would I leave now during a pandemic and go somewhere where this thing may drag on forever and they not, may not be able to, to, to keep me long term? So it's just that's been a challenge. Yeah. For sure, but in going back to what I was saying, it, anyway, what happened was we we got I'd say thirty to thirty five resumes, and we said to to the six of us, go through all the resumes on your own. You know what the job description is. Be prayerful about this, and come back with a list of about three candidates, your top three candidates. So we met one Sunday evening. We we prayed for a long time. We prayed over those resumes. We prayed for God to to make clear. And one of the things we'd been kind of telling our congregation and, and amongst ourselves is we just kept trying to remind ourselves, God's got this guy already in mind. We yeah. just don't know his name yet. Yeah. And let me tell you, if you say that long enough and you tr- trust God enough for that, he'll make it clear because here's what happened. We met in a room, we sat down, we prayed, and then we said, okay. And we started with our children's director could you give us your three names? And she said, well, number three, this guy, number two, this guy, number one, this guy went to the associate. He said, quite frankly, there's only one on this list. He's my number one and only guy on around the room. We went, when we finished, I was the last guy and I was writing on a whiteboard, the number one candidate, the only guy that everybody had as their first choice was the same guy. Wow, that's great! And I turned to everybody and I said, "You know, we've been looking for this guy. We just didn't know his name." Yeah. And we we all just just fell on our knees, and whew, brings me emotions even thinking about it now. It's just mm-hmm. thank God for for his faithfulness and his clear direction. And mm-hmm. we said we got to go get this guy, and we didn't even know if we could. Um, the guy had applied, but it was going to be pretty obvious that it was going to take some coaxing and some patience on our part. And so we reached out right there. And then in that meeting, I called him on the speakerphone and I said, Hey, I said, this is Loveland Christian church. And he was like, okay. And, and, and I said, we want to pursue this. And he said, well, I'm open to talking. (laughs) And we were like, whoa, Okay. And what we found out was, and this is this is just a great story. He shared with us that he'd been in a discipleship, adult discipleship leadership role at his current congregation, which is in Illinois. He'd been there for, um, I don't know, three and a half years. And before that, he had been in youth ministry and children's ministry and done other roles. He's not a young fella. I mean, he's he turned 41 recently. And he was saying, you know, God's just been putting on my heart that maybe it's time to to seek a lead role. Maybe it's time to partner with someplace where they really believed in team leadership and and where I could partner with a group of people that were going to be patient with me and help love me and grow me. Mm -hmm. And he said, so we're willing to take baby steps. Well, in in the essence of time, I'll shorten this down and just say baby steps for them was come out and meet us for a dinner one night and drive all the way back to Illinois in basically a day um, and then think and pray about it. And then pre- keep presenting all of these things that would have to happen for this to be perfect. And, and I don't want to present this as though they had any ultimatums cause they didn't. It was just, we want to carefully follow God's instruction. We don't want to leave our current congregation in a lurch. I don't want to just walk out on my current pastor without his blessing We want to exit our ministry here well and enter your ministry well. We want the full support of you, your leadership, and on and on. And every hurdle, God just kept helping us get over. And this started at the end of August. And I would tell you all that I spoke to his current senior pastor on Wednesday, and he officially accepted, uh, um, our guy officially accepted our offer on Wednesday. And it has taken that long, but it has been yeah. uh, um, just a wonderful process. And and a couple things that I've learned just to wrap up here hey. is is uh, I have had to turn to Scripture through this because we have heard from everybody, and we've even had some longtime members and some new people just just be really difficult. Tell us exactly who we needed to be uh, higher, and tell us how we had to do it. Mm-hmm. And really say, if it's not this kind of person, I may stick around. And at some point we just had to be at peace with that. We felt God was leading us and that we got the right guy. We yes. got his guy. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to wait on the Lord. We've had to wait on the Lord. I've had to be extremely um, careful about choosing my words. So Proverbs fifteen thirty three has been a verse I have gone to many times because I love what it says. It says a man has joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season, how good it is, Mm -hmm. because I've had to respond to many people. And there were times I didn't really want to say the right thing, but the Lord has kind of had a hold on my tongue. And I would just leave you all with this today, though. This is a trying season and it has been very uh, much so for me and my congregation. Um, I'm reminded of a few verses one is James 1 12 which says blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial for when he has stood the test he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him and then Galatians 6 9 has been a go-to and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up so good So I could talk on for another hour. There's been some amazing things that have happened, but as you say, Jerry, in the essence of time, I will end.
0: (laughs) Well, it's, it's interesting how these end up, many of these PSPs tie together because God's in control. And yesterday, Marianne, um, talked about, you know, your will, your way, Lord. And, um, and, and then she went through the, the four components of the helper, which is Uh, the Holy Spirit, prayer, word, and fellowship. And you obviously, yeah, you leaned on the Holy Spirit. You leaned on prayer. You leaned on the word of God. You leaned on your community. So um, on behalf of the rest of us, I'm speaking for everybody. Well done, Darren. Well done. Well,
1: not me, not me, brother. And if if I, I left out all the failures and times that I complained to my wife and practically gave up and even said privately to myself, You know, maybe this elder thing's not for me, (laughs) but the Lord wouldn't leave it, leave it alone.
0: That's the enemy speaking. That's right. Yeah. You're leading well. So from an outsider's perspective, uh, well done. So we love you, Darren. I think you did. I think, I think you're doing great. So I hope you, I hope you hear that as encouragement this morning and I do need to be sensitive to time. So I'm going to ask you to pray us into Friday.
1: All right. Thank you, Jerry, for those kind words. Lord, it is good to just uh, wake up on the mornings when um, I'm worn out and tired and stressed by life yeah. that I can flip on my phone or flip on my computer and see these names and numbers pop up and know that there's other people that love me, even mm-hmm. though they might know my face and care for me and care and instructing me and uh, even have the patience and the willingness to listen to me when I am on lord i uh I love you and I love your church, and it is hard to serve it sometimes and uh I ask that you continue to will up in me and fire up in me this this willingness to love love the people yeah. who shout the loudest and uh lord you 've done that, and pray for uh i just selfishly pray before these people. Yeah for the minister that you're bringing in for sean smith that you're bringing from rochester illinois lord you put him on our hearts you make him known to us and i'm just excited Mm uh scared at the same time um but just praying uh that that he would come and do amazing things here and that even these people here on this call would get to know him lord you are so good to us you're so far greater than me than i ever deserved and uh That conform of Jesus Christ. And for that, we're all thankful. And we pray in his name. Amen. Amen. Well done. Thank you, brother. Love you, buddy.